freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Welcome to another episode of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm the other guy, Dan Todd. We're doing a series called American, talking about the can-do spirit that is part of America's DNA. Absolutely. We are hearing so much right now as our lives are being turned upside down uh, by this COVID-19, this coronavirus, of the things that we can't do and the places we can't go. But our guests during this series are going to talk to us from their area of expertise about all of the ways that we still can learn and grow, train and connect, and perhaps, hopefully, expand our freedoms in ways that maybe we haven't even thought about before. Our guest today is Brandon Martin. Brandon is a military veteran and a candidate seeking the Republican nomination for U.S. Congress in the 2020 election. Brandon is passionate about freedom and individual liberties for the citizens of Arizona's 2nd Congressional District. He is a constitutional conservative Republican, and more importantly, Brandon is a Christian, a father to his daughter, and a proud Arizona citizen of these United States of America. Welcome to the show, Brandon. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate being here with you. Absolutely, and thank you for your service as well. Thank you. I appreciate that very much. So getting reconnected or possibly connected for the very first time ever with our American inheritance of freedom is one of the things that citizens can be doing during this time of, you know, quarantine life, as we're calling it. What suggestions would you have as someone who's a very libertarian-minded, liberty-minded person, what would you suggest for people to be doing? Well, and that I believe that you should be doing whatever you want within the just laws. Uh, I I haven't changed my approach to my daily schedule and my normal activities very much at all. Others have changed theirs, so because of that, I have to adjust. Uh, but I, I'm going about my business, running the campaign. We have to win. We have to defeat Ann Kirkpatrick and take back the House of Representatives, and we have to keep preaching that message of liberty and educating our fellow citizens. So uh, for the folks out there, I would just say we have an opportunity right now as conservatives, as people who believe in the U.S. Constitution and support and defend it, we have a chance right now to reset how we look at society, how we look at our everyday lives and our schedules. We, we have the opportunity to spend more time with our family, to go to a, a shooting range and, and practice uh, you know, getting familiar with our with our weapon again or, or whatever it may be. And I can tell you that I know people out there. 
are, are feeling the same thing. We just had uh, Easter, and with Easter, I was looking at my Facebook feed all day, and all I all I would read is Happy Easter and He is risen, and all these great messages of hope. And as you know, my faith guides me. Uh, he is risen, and that's all the that's all the hope and good news I need. So. Uh, but, you know, I didn't see a lot of people out there talking about Easter egg hunts, and, and I didn't hear a lot of people uh, talking about the Easter bunny. What I saw was, was people are reconnecting with what the true meaning of Easter is, and that's to celebrate the fact that Jesus died for us, and, and we've won that victory. So, uh, you know, in that sense, we have a time right now as conservatives and people who, who love the Constitution to go out educate people, practice living that in our daily lives. We saw it after 9-11. After the 9-11 attacks, uh, this country came together like I've, I've never seen before in my lifetime. We weren't Republicans. We weren't Democrats. We were just Americans moving forward. But unfortunately, that faded over time. And, uh, you know, we have these instances in life where we can reevaluate and look into ourselves a little bit and say, what's really important? What are we going to what are we going to do from this point moving forward? Are we going to give up some of our freedom and liberty? Or are we going to push our agenda? Are we going to say, no, government has its place, and that's only in the powers given by the people? So I think right now is a tremendous opportunity for us to get out, get involved, and take back the House, take back our country, the narrative. I absolutely love that. And, you know, I keep this document in front of me as as often as I can as a touchstone for myself. Of course, those that, that are, are listening online and, and not watching don't see that what I'm holding is the Constitution of the United States of America and, and the Bill of Rights is included in that. And, and you can see as I turn it on edge, it is not, you know, like the war and peace. It's not like this huge, you know, undertaking to read and so few people have actually taken the time to read this little one I'm holding in my hand it's a pocket uh, constitution it's 46 pages long I think we can invest a little bit of time especially right now in in maybe reading that and and refamiliarizing ourselves with the role that government was designed to play in our lives which is really very small. And I think we've let that get way out of hand. Um, and someone who's seeking office, what would you say about that? You know, and, and how much can you just go with, well, Republicans tend to be constitutionalists or conservative. And so I could just look for an R on a ballot and, and I'm safe. I'm just going to tick that off. Or if I've always voted Democrat, then, you know, it doesn't really matter what they stand for. I'm just, I'm always my family's been Democrats. I'm a Democrat. So I'm just going to click the D and move on down. What do you say about all that? Well, we have a time right now to engage with our political candidates. 2020, in my opinion, is the most important election of our lifetime. And that's true of every election cycle because it's the next one up. But right now, as conservatives, we've never had a better reason to vote. We are facing socialism. We are facing things like the Green New Deal, $70 trillion in spending, uh, Beto O'Rourke and Joe Biden saying, we're going to take your guns. I, I believe Beto said, hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15s and your AK-47s. Uh, we have no, we, in my lifetime, I can't remember any better reason for conservatives to get out and vote than right now, because they're not hiding on the other side. The progressives, they're not hiding their agenda anymore. 
What they want is a full takeover. They want a full takeover of government. They want to infringe on your rights, and they're not hiding it anymore. And as, as the radicals come out, like Bernie Sanders, I think it's only pushing uh, the more moderate Democrats and further to the left because now they're trying to compete with that fringe element and try to get some of those votes back. So right now, get to know your candidates. Don't just uh, go by what you may have heard on some radio show. Contact them. Try to try to call them. Email them. Go to their website. See what they say. Uh, does their message change from their media to what they say? You know, really get to know your candidates because there is a difference between someone who follows and supports the Constitution and someone who just puts a letter next to their name. And the purpose of government, whether it's at the city level all the way up to the federal, is to protect your life, liberty, and property. And if a candidate doesn't know that or is talking about other things, uh, they may not be what you need in your area. So uh, we really have to get in there right now and, and pick good politicians. And as a you know a Second Amendment show, and, and that's the hot topic here, look, right now uh, we can see that you know, there are different governments. Virginia, Virginia, they had that big uh, rally on the Capitol, and um, that was good, but that wasn't, it, it never should have reached that point. Uh, you know, if this is if this is an important topic to you, if, if protecting your life, liberty, and property, defending yourself is important, then you need to get out. You need to go work for a candidate, knock doors, make phone calls, uh, reach out to your friends, raise money, donate. This is what we do. We can't let it get to the point where the, the wolves are knocking on the door, so to speak. We've got to get up there, be proactive, because the other side, they're not taking it easy. They're never going to let down. They're never going to relent. They're just going to keep pushing their progressive agenda until they get what they want. And ultimately, that's infringing on your rights. That's a registry. That's gun confiscation. And we can't allow that to happen. Right. And we're seeing right now, it's happening live now. Uh, with the coronavirus that governors and mayors and politicians are telling people what they can and can't do. Many of them are unconstitutional. And um, so you as a voter can make, you, you can see what they're trying to do. They're trying to take our guns away so that they can control us even easier. So uh, absolutely, this could be a wake up call for a lot of people. And I think we're going to see some good things come out of this. We should and then that, uh, that's why I, I respect and love what the, the two of you are doing. You're putting the message out there. You're reaching people. You're very proactive as uh, gun store owners yourselves. You know, you have to get out there and reach people. And as a politician and someone who wants to protect your liberties and your rights, I have to get out there and do the same. But it's going to take more than three people. We have to get out there. We have to be as aggressive or more aggressive than the enemy. And that's what I'm calling it. It's the enemy. When someone is attacking our rights and our liberties, they are an enemy. And that's, that's not to say uh, lightly because right now you mentioned these things with governors. It's, that should raise a flag for everyone that it's time to get involved. No more sitting on the bench. Get off the sideline. Get out. Work for a candidate. Work for a cause. And let's win. Right. So, Brandon, I mean, I agree with you because a year ago we'd never even thought that this could happen. And now we're seeing it happen. But, hey, what's your background with firearms? So I first uh, was introduced to firearms early on. I grew up in a, you know, a small town and uh, family. We, we would go out hunting. I was in the Boy Scouts, so I, I learned how to handle a 22 and a shotgun and uh, was taught firearm safety. And uh, so I grew up 
with guns in the house. You know, my, my grandfather was a state trooper and uh, he always had guns in the house. So it's just something that I've, I'm very familiar with. I've always been around. And then later on in life, you know, had my own firearms, then joined the military and got to play with cooler, bigger firearms. It's <laughs> the truth, right? Um, yeah. So when you talk about, when you marry those two things together, right? You grew up around firearms. You've used them in, in your career to, to help um you know, defend our borders, you know, you put your life and, and liberty on the line that way. Um, and now you've got this, uh, this idea that you want to continue serving America, continue serving your fellow man by being a public servant. Um, I, I tend to, to not want to use the word politician. That's the, the quick, easy word. But I think politicians are more about power and public servants are, you know, about really wanting to be representatives of the people they serve. But when you marry those two things together, what would you say your political philosophy is as it relates to firearms use and the legalities of them? Where does, where does that come together? Well, as a, a servant, as a politician, as a statesman, uh, whatever it is, or just as a citizen, you know, the, the, we have our rights. Our rights are given to us by God. They're not given to us by government. And those things in the Constitution are to tell the government, look, you're not allowed to, to go down this road. You're not allowed to infringe on the people's rights. And if you do, there should be consequences to that. And unfortunately, we've, you know, when any society hits a level of prosperity, uh, you know, you stop, you get a little lazy, you, you don't pay as much attention as you should. But um, I think any unconstitutional law is no law. If it's a, if it doesn't, uh, you know, get in line with the Constitution, then it's not a real law. But what happens when we don't stand vigilant? What happens when we don't enforce these things and make sure that it's, you know, that these politicians know that they have no authority there? Um, so we really have to take back our country. And that touches on what I said earlier. We have to be proactive. We have to get out with our message and, and we have to win this election. Absolutely. So as you're out there campaigning and you're, you know, trying to get in front of people in all the different ways that are available to us. And right now, a lot of those, you know, that face to face, that, you know, handshake, pressing the flesh, as they say, a lot of those opportunities have been curtailed during this time of, of COVID-19. But um, the, the groups that, that should really support a candidate that is saying, look, the Constitution, and by the way, the Constitution, uh, the, those of us that are Second Amendment advocates and the groups we belong to, what has been your experience with individuals and the groups um, that, that at least say with lip service that they support uh, our, our constitutional God-given rights to self-defense? Well, the Second Amendment supporters uh, are some of the most passionate uh, voters and advocates out there. Uh, and I can tell you that I've met a lot of people who, like me, haven't really changed their daily routines. Uh, I'm still going out and I'm willing to go out and, and talk with anyone and, you know, trying to reach people on social media. But I've also seen... Uh, Unfortunately, where, you know, a lot of people will say the Second Amendment is there to protect the first. 
and, and things like that. And there our first amendment and, uh, you know, others are under assault right now and, uh, our rights are under assault and we have to be proactive and going out there and, um, you know, use the avenues that we have, call your congressmen, call your representatives, uh, let government know this is not okay. Go out and demonstrate, peacefully assemble. Uh, you know, these are, these are things um, that we have to do. And I believe, you know, in that situation where the uh, governor in Kentucky and the, the church attendants and writing down license plates, I believe that went to court and there was a stay put on that. So, uh, you know, we have to we have to go out and we have to make our voices heard and we have to exercise our rights and it, it won't get better by sitting on the bench. And let me touch on this real quick. Down here in Tucson, we have a very progressive mayor, Rahina Romero, and she shut down a lot of business here. She said, if you're non-essential, you, you're not operating. And then we had a, a Pima County supervisor who passed away unexpectedly and he was a democrat and two democrats jumped in the race for his seat this is after coronavirus had already come about and businesses were shut down but in six days uh one of the democrat candidates adelita grijalva collected over 1500 signatures the other candidate jumping in had three or four hundred i believe herself and so the democrats are not stopping they're not letting this uh, stop them from pushing their agenda. They're not going to rest. They're going to be pushing all mail-in ballots. They're going to keep fighting for what they want to accomplish, and we have to do the same. So whether you're Second Amendment, First Amendment support, whatever your cause is, you need to get out and you need to work for it. So how do we as citizens and voters protect the Second Amendment? Well, it's all about education. It's all about educating your neighbors, your family, your friends, uh, getting people involved. Uh, contacting your representatives. It's, it's all about going out there and actually being involved in the community. It's, it's not enough just to put a sticker on the back of your car and say, oh, I belong to this club. You really have to go out and work. And that's contact a candidate. If, you know, if your representative is not where you, they should be or is doing things they shouldn't be doing, get out there, work for a representative, go online, donate, whatever you can do. Uh, you have to get off the bench because this is our freedom at stake. It's so true. I don't think we can understate that and the importance of that. And, you know, you, you touched on how there, there's an entire political party that is really pushing for mail-in ballots. And so the other political party is saying, I don't know that that's such a great idea how on earth does something like that it already shocks me that the second amendment has become so um has become a political issue even though it is not it is a it's a constitutional freedom uh but how does mail-in ballots wouldn't you think that every single person from either party any party you want to put out there would be concerned with making sure that the person who is casting the vote is really who they say they are and is the really voting for who they uh who who's been recorded under their name how does this become political and why wouldn't everyone be concerned about that kind of security for something as important as our vote well when one party or the other does not respect the constitution and the left and right limits that are imposed on them uh, then they don't, 
I don't think they care about any rule or guideline or uh, they're not trying to uphold election integrity at that point. I think they're just trying to accomplish their agenda. So uh, I don't, I just, if you don't respect the constitution or of the federal government or the state, and I don't believe you're going to respect voter integrity either. And constitutionally, if, you, if you're worried about voter integrity, worried about the integrity of your elections, that's a state issue. Uh, time, manner, and place, is that's up to the states. So you have to get out there. You have to get involved at the state level, too. It's, it's not just a federal thing. The federal government is not going to fix everything for us. You have to get involved at the state level, the county level, your local town, city, whatever it is. You have to go out there, even the school board meeting. If you're upset with the education situation in the state of Arizona, do you attend your local school board meeting? I mean, these are things that you have to get out. You have to get involved. Absolutely. Right. How do we even know that the vote is that you mail in gets to the the ballot box? Because, I mean, have you ever sent a letter and not reached the other end? Yes. So... <laughs> and do it's people steal each other's um, identities and do all kinds of, you know, nefarious things? Yes. And so why do we think that we can just, you know, have mail-in ballots and everything's just going to go fine? I, I, that's a real conundrum for me. But I, I'm always encouraged when I hear someone in, in any position, but especially someone who's seeking public office like you are, Brandon, um, understand that, you know, there is an oath that that's in place uh and every every person that serves has taken the oath to uphold and defend our constitution and then the people that immediately take actions to go against that oath they're telling us their level of integrity and and honesty right out of the gate and you know we, we live in the age of information. We can find out who votes what way, who is really sticking to their oath and who is just running off willy-nilly with the latest, uh, you know, issue du jour and, and um, you know, all this Green New Deal stuff that, that is, you know, yeah, we want to protect our planet. But, you know, when, when we're crushing our constitutional rights um, in order to do some of these things, then there's another way. Would you agree? Yeah, it's, uh, you know, we have to, we have to look at these things and I, and I agree with you, you know, these people who get up there and immediately go after, um, you know, our freedoms and our liberties, they, they don't deserve the office. They're uh, betraying their oath of office. But you, you know, you said earlier, how many people read the constitution, the federal or the state constitution? And the thing is, is how many politicians have read the constitution? How many, you know, how many of your state leaders have read the state constitution? Uh, you know, it's, look, government unchecked will grow bigger and out of control. And I'm not going to let myself or anyone else off, off the hook. We have, to, we have a duty as citizens uh, to play a part in this. We have a responsibility of self-governance. And if we're not willing to step up to the plate and fulfill that role, government will grow up and out of control and unchecked. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking all of this time. And, you know, even though you are running for office in Arizona, the things that we are talking about here are applicable all across the nation. And if we aren't protecting our Second Amendment in every local place, it, it 
it will grow. Whatever happens in one place is going to be duplicated in other places. So why not work towards and uh, secure our democratic freedoms, our constitutional freedoms, uh, work towards a representative government uh, that really speaks for the citizen and let that be the thing that gets duplicated. Um, instead of it seems like this lazy way that we've been lately, that it's just like, you know, whatever the latest whim is, uh, whatever the, the next emotional wave uh, of wind that blows by is, is the direction that it seems like it takes our laws and it, and inevitably it's farther and farther and farther away from what our founding fathers uh, fought, bled, starved, and died to secure on this land. Um, but again, thank you so much, Brandon Martin. We appreciate you. Please tell folks how they can support your campaign, how they can, you know, find out more about you and follow you. Thank you. My website is brandonmartin4congress.com. That's F-O-R, brandonmartin4congress.com. You can go there, read my platform, see my contract with CD2 and what bills that I would support if I were in Congress right now and what agendas I would like to see take place in the future. Uh, also, I have a gun giveaway. We have a very nice rifle on there uh, that we're giving away for free. All you got to do is go on there and, and register. So we have a lot of things going on. Find us on Facebook at Brandon Martin for Congress, uh, Twitter path, at Path for Freedom. Uh, please reach out, get involved. And I, I just thank you both so much for what you do and being a voice out there and educating the folks and having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you, Brandon. Thank you. We appreciate you. Best of luck and God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All wow. Right. I, I, I love that he's, he's running to be a congressman. Yeah. And he's giving away a free rifle. No, no cost. How cool is that's that? That's America right there. That, that's it. We just uh, figured out what America was. That has got to be causing his uh, competitors to just be losing their minds, right? Yeah. But, but I love it. Um, and we've met Brandon in person um, just once, um, but he had me on his podcast. He has a, a regular TV show that he's putting together. And um, he seems like he's really thinking about things in the right way to not just have, you know, Brandon's popularity contest or Brandon's um, issues that he wants to go out there and his agenda. It seems like he's really connected yes. with our constitution. Yes, I agree with that. So, all right. Well, um, unless you have like a bad dad joke or something, I'm, I don't, I'm, I'm looking, I, I, I don't see have that a you bad, were, I don't have a bad what, joke. What but do you, you got know, on your paper over there? You know, I've traveled a lot around the world. Have, have you now? Yeah. And you know, a slice of pie in Jamaica mm -hmm. is about three bucks uh -huh. and a, a slice of pie in the Bahamas, mm -hmm. $2 and 50 cents. Okay. These are the pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> you know what? That's actually good. I will, I will high five you for that. Well, I stole it from somebody somewhere on, the internet. I, the, on that internet thing or the Facebook or something. I don't know. Are they now? Yes. Are they the pirates of the Caribbean? Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have weighed in on that. No, that was you shouldn't have weighed no, in on that. never. I'll never do that. Again. So let's wrap it up, Cheryl. <laughs> All right. I want to thank our amazing uh, listeners and viewers. Of course, now we are on both a video platform or on YouTube as well as gunstreamer.com and our normal 
uh, way of always finding us is on uh, audio only, and you can binge listen to your heart's content on gunfreedomradio.com. Click the on-demand tab, and you'll hear all of the episodes we've ever done. Click on the guest tab. And you'll be able to see every single guest, a bio, pictures, links to every single guest we've ever had. And it's a huge, it's a wonderful resource for uh, people that are out here doing the work, walking the talk, as it were. Um, so thank you to our listeners and our viewers. Thank you to our guest today, uh, Brandon Martin. He is stepping into that most dangerous of arenas, the political arena, putting his name in the hat for um, Congress. Uh, here in Arizona, and uh, we appreciate anybody that that takes that big big step. That's a huge leap. And um, until next time, pray for our nation. Pray for our representatives. We call them our leaders, but they're supposed to be our representatives. So um, pray for them. All of them. All of them, Dan. Well, you know, Brandon Martin is one. You, it's worth investing a prayer into. That's true. We, um, but even the ones you don't like, Dan, especially the ones you don't like. I should make a list, shouldn't I? Mm, maybe. And I should check it twice. Yeah. See Find out been... which ones are taking our rights away from us. <laughs> see who's been naughty and see who's been nice. I There's love a, it. There is a few good ones out there. All right. Well, have a great week. Be good to each other and God bless. <laughs> <laughs>